Thanks for listening to the KC Morning Show. Don't you go out with friends? Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. Mother, I hope you have a happy Mother's Day. I'm just making sure you got my card. Did you read what it said? Mother. Mother. I tried to pick you out a funny one. But they were all picked over. Hey, Kroger. Brother. You forgot to call mom again. You're the Right, Shia, it's your KC Mo Show, baby. What's the word, Kansas City? A happy Friday, a yippee Friday to the KC Morning Hoes. You know, Fridays always styled by the homies over at Charlie Hustle, KC MS20 at Charlie Hustle in store and slash or online. Those varsity jackets, y'all, come on, them things pop. On your KC Morning Show, we got a pop on the show today, a little sports thing. Getting caught up with our guy, Benny Heist, the managing editor at Bet Sided. It was a heavy news week, so you know what? Let's let's keep it light. Do a little sports thing, play a little music and such. You like that? Rate, review, subscribe, Kansas City, do that thing you do. I said this a few days ago, but yeah, we gotta lean into each other, y'all. We're here, we're making it, we're still here, we're doing it. That means a lot. I think that means everything, actually. So Kansas City, I love you. A good day to be Kansas City. And yeah, always, because you, Kansas City, we'll see you in the morning. Bye. Yeah, when it's grim, be the grim reaper. Go get it. The KC Morning Show. Let's do a sports thing. He's the managing editor over at BetSided, part of the fansided.com network. Benny Heist and this storm of bad sports takes. You know what Benny Heist does? He is that calm, cool, collected cat who's just really trying to get you some cash. So we bet on Benny because Benny bets on us. My brother, welcome back to the show. Good to be back. You were going in a lot of different directions there that I was <laughs> a little bit concerned about. I was like, all right, got a rainstorm storm of bad sports takes and, and my, my, my guy Betty Ice brings the thunder and I was like oh, I don't know I want to bring the thunder in the bad rainstorm but I like the direction that it ultimately turns like at some point I'm going to bring up more rain references just because I want to see if I can't like this is a new test for myself 
what have you been up to, brother? I mean, we had an NFL draft. We've got the NBA playoffs. Baseball's happening. The Royals suck again. Benny, where do we even start, man? I don't know how to weather the storm, Harsel. I, I think there's <laughs> there a... a I, I guess we could start with the draft. I thought the, the Chiefs' draft was very nicely done. And again... Here's the funny part, is that no one's going to have any remote idea if the Chiefs had a good draft or not for the next, like, three-plus years. You can have the immediate, you know, draft grade evaluation, and I wrote a piece over at Bedsided last Monday, giving all 32 teams, you know, the, their standard grades following the draft. And again, it's an exercise that I tried to make a little bit different by seeing how many of their Super Bowl odds changed. Were there any teams that after the draft noticeably improved or moved down in Super Bowl odds? And the Chiefs just kind of stayed where they were. They're the second team in the AFC behind Buffalo. It's Buffalo and Tampa Bay that are the projected teams to play in the Super Bowl this year. And you can still make the argument that Buffalo still hasn't beaten the Chiefs when they've needed to in the postseason. So maybe you're still getting Kansas City at a discount, even though they're trying to find ways to replace Tyreek Hill. I think the main takeaway, at least for, for me, Hartzell, on the NFL draft, they were consistent in finding talent that shouldn't have been available for them when they found it. Brett Veach and, and listen, Andy Reid, that's a guy that's been in a lot of draft rooms, the guy that's had personnel decisions before, and for as accomplished as Brett Veach is, like he still hasn't been doing it for all that long. So to command... Yeah, to really command the room and get that, that sort of welcome from, from Andy Reid in the process, and again, my, maybe it's just coach speak, but it stood out to me. They had perceived value at almost every position. Drafted best position available, but they also got needs, too. And when you're able to sort of improve your draft board like that, it's exciting. And Chiefs fans, I think, after the Tyreek Hill trade were a bit down, maybe thought this was going to be a bit of a transitional year, but they're going to compete, and they're going to... It's football. It's one game, so it's going to be another fun and exciting season. I'll just maybe look at that bit different this year. Benny, let's shift over to baseball. Shift to baseball. You see what I did there? Look at us. We're on fire yes. today, Benny. Why do we still we suck do. so bad? The Royals still suck. Your take. Frankly, there's there's just no thunder in their lineup right now. Second one of the day. Go ahead and uh, give me a little dinger for that. They're not hitting for power. They're not hitting for average. You know, they're not really a team that, that takes a lot of walks anyway. And they want us to foot the bill for their new stadium? Come on. Come on. I don't know if you're familiar with uh, with the Levitard show at all, but uh, Billy Corbin, did you ever see any of his, his 30 for 30 documentaries like Cooking Cowboys and The U? He's an awesome filmmaker, and then there's a guy named David Sampson who is the, the host of things called Nothing Personal on the CBS Radio Network. He used to be the former president of the Miami Marlins, and they actually teamed up because Sampson is, he's so insightful because he just does not give a shit. Like, whatever sort of secrets that he had from his time around Major League Baseball, he's just completely revealing, and it's fascinating stuff. They ended up teaming up together to make, like, a sort of mini-teaser about the Miami soccer stadium situation, where it's basically, like, the same type of thing. It's all a cash grab, and they're trying to convince uh, the taxpayers that this is actually beneficial for them, why they should front the bill. And he basically says it's all bullshit. And more and more cities that have had to deal with this, like Buffalo is one of them in order to get the a new stadium in Buffalo to keep the bills there. Like, all of it is just posturing. You were asking about the Royals. At some point, too, Hartzell, like, yes, they're, they're going to ask to have the taxpayers pay. And then there's the situation in Kansas where sports betting just got legalized. 80% of the revenue that they're trying to generate somehow try and convince Kansas City, Missouri teams to move to Kansas. And it's going to be a drop in the bucket. Like, it's, it's, it's irrelevant. Use that money towards schools. 
and infrastructure and vets and like actual real notable causes like other states. But again, conversation for another time. I ask all that because, you know, they ask all this from us, especially when it comes for us paying for some shit. 2014, 2015, that World Series run, it was special. It was actual magic in Kansas City. We'll never forget it. But God, that grace period, I mean, this is sports, baby. What have you done for me lately? Yeah, I mean, J.J. Piccolo, it's his first real year of, of taking over the team. So it, it's hard to necessarily put that on him. And, and to the Royals' credit, like, there's plenty of names that project very well, but it just hasn't been put together yet. There's some possible scenarios in which a lot of these young players outperform their initial expectations in the big leagues and really sort of take that big step forward and they kind of skip ahead a year. But the reality is that that's just not happening. I didn't expect the Royals to perform this year. Like, they're just still too young and still too far away. But there, there is talent on the roster. It's just not a lot of experience combined with not spending a ton of money to be able to go and get those other names that you need. Like, they're not in contention mode just yet. I just think the expectations now are, like, we thought they would take a step in the right direction and be somewhat competitive. And the reality is they just haven't been there yet. But, like, I'm not giving up on somebody like Bobby Wood Jr. Like, Mike Trout got set down when he first started in the major leagues and then came back and was incredible. It's going to take time for a lot of these players to adjust, and they happen to be in a division where it's felt fairly winnable at the time, but there's still a lot of talent within the division. It's, it just sucks because they can't hit. And this always used to be a team that was very good at, at putting themselves in a position where they could put some speed on the base pass, play a lot of good pitching, and, and have a lot of good defense. And so there's moments, but they're way last in, in Major League Baseball other than the Reds in hitting this year. You just have to find a spot where you're helping out your starting staff, and your starting staff is young, and they're not going as many innings as you'd like to, and that's starting to weigh on a bullpen. That was supposed to be one of the better ones in baseball. Still has a lot of talent, but it's it's a whole trickle-down effect. If you can't hit and your starting pitcher can't go deep, then the strength of your team no longer becomes the strength of your team. What you looking forward to this weekend, brother? What is on your sports plate? What you going to eat up? Nom, nom. I'm, I'm eating up the playoffs. <laughs> the, the NBA playoffs have been so good. They've been so good. You have the, the situation where Luka Doncic is dropping 40 points for Dallas and they still can't get it done against Phoenix. On the other side, Miami looks like they're about to get back to the Eastern Conference Finals, but maybe Joel Embiid is able to come back. Like, there's some redemption stories here. Like, Devin Booker of Phoenix went down with like what we thought was a pretty serious hamstring injury, and we didn't think he was going to be able to play for much of the series. Now he's back and he's dominant again. Chris Paul might actually get a title. You have, in the Eastern Conference, like, Milwaukee lost Chris Middleton. Some people thought, like, the Bulls could actually come back and catch them. That didn't happen. There's actual drama, and yet you don't have it with a star like LeBron in the playoffs this year, and Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are gone. The two teams everybody expected in the NBA Finals, in Brooklyn and the Lakers, were either eliminated way ahead of the, the postseason or eliminated in the first round by getting swept. So it's just a fascinating NBA playoffs right now, and I highly contend that if you haven't been watching it, you should, because for anybody that says, well, they don't play defense in the NBA, some of the best, most outstanding and efficient defensive teams are still left, and they can also go out and get buckets, too. So watch the playoffs. Go bet on the playoffs if, uh, if you haven't done so already. And uh, if you need to know where to go bet for the playoffs, you can go to BetSide and check our stuff out. Benny Heiss, he is the managing editor over at BetSide, part of the Fansided.com network, helping us usher in this new wave of the NBA. We're on fire. We did rain. We did some sort of thunderstorm. I... <laughs> 
Uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning are playing in the Stanley <laughs> Cup playoffs if you want to jump on that. Like, I, I think we've hit all the bases for the most part. I love you, my friend. Have a great sports weekend, and we will chat soon, brother. You got it. Yeah. See you, bud. Blame it on the rain. Yeah, yeah. Blame it on the stars.